TalkZone.com. Now, TalkZone presents Two Guys on a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. It's a passionate yet lighthearted look at the world of sports, featuring the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joe Radwanski. They'll recap the games from yesterday, look ahead to the matchups tonight, and cover a lot more in between. Now, Two Guys on a Mic on TalkZone.com. Welcome to the TalkZone.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Beautiful, beautiful Thursday as our show emanates out of the fine city of Chicago. It's two guys and a mic, Double B, Brian Bauer, and the coach. We're with you for an hour, right up until 11 o'clock. Speaking of emanating, very few people can emanate with the emanation of a Brian Bauer. Brian, great to have you in the studio, and please emanate. I think I'm emanating right now, but I'm not sure. Luckily, it's not smell vision <laughs> That's right. We are webcasting, of course. Say hi to the camera out there for the people that might be tuning in. It's a little bit strange. Yeah. i got to be honest with you. Yeah. I was used to doing radio with you where, quite frankly, I rarely wore pants. Mm-hmm. And now I've got to make sure that I'm showered, shaved, yeah. and look somewhat presentable. Yeah. We'll get used to it, but right now, creepy. It is. Well, it's a little creepy, like people are spying in on you. Kind of. Yeah. Well, the weird thing is when you go into radio, the reason you do it, most people do right. it, is because you could be a complete slob and work in radio. I mean, you literally, you could have yeah. food on the table, you can be drinking coffee. And believe you, me, most people on radio uh, we know, that's exactly the oh, case. Oh, trust me, there are very few that are in yeah. shape and take a shower before no. a show. I'm, and some, some of them are the evening shows. I'm telling you, it's kind of nasty. <laughs> so it's very strange to be walking into a radio station going, all right, mm-hmm. i got to be showered, shaved, and presentable. Well, I don't know that we do because we advertise ourselves as reality to the fine listeners out there. We don't want to put on a front that is not true, so maybe we should just uh, be ourselves. So you should wear your normal white T-shirt and boxer short. Really? Yeah. Will they allow that in the building? Ah, uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, David says maybe. You go boxers <laughs> or briefs, by the way. I like to do the combo, the oh, boxer really? brief. The it, boxer, it has very the popular. Le- the these length days. of the boxer, but the support of the brief. Quite frankly, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I will say I do go fruit of the loom to Hanes. I, I do, you know, go back and forth depending how I feel. Uh-huh. You know, so that, but it's comfortable. Mm-hmm. It gives you haven't, me the support. You gone with the Costco brand uh, boxer No, not brief. at all. As I get older, though, you, you realize you need more support than you did the year before. So that, that, that's why the old boxers are completely gone. <laughs> a little lift and a tuck here I'm there, just huh? saying, you don't realize hey, how low ho, things can hey, happen. Hey, 32, hey, blue, what? red, Woo, 17, spin left, left, ready, set, hut, hut. <laughs> all right. Hey, tomorrow's football Friday, by the way. Football Friday! Take it easy. That's tomorrow. Football. Settle down. Settle down. Football Friday. Brian gets very excited. Football, football Friday. Football. Very special football Friday tomorrow. And, of course, we'll talk about it today. Right there in the forefront of the sports news, Brian. Uh, you know, they always say quality is better than quantity. If you're True. a football fan, we don't have a lot of quantity this weekend. You only got two games, but the quality should be pretty high. Sunday, well, you got the both championship games. Last week, I mean, what you had was four games that I thought were going to be good. None of them really all that close. Yeah. Uh, there were some entertainment. They were good games, but no real tight Close, heartbreaking. Heart- no, that Minnesota-Dallas game, i got to be honest, about midway through I started switching to the Detroit Bla- uh, Red Wings and Blackhawks game that was on NBC. I was watching the U.S. figure skating qualifying competition. Boy, do we differ. Huh? Anyway, so, so, I mean, that was just bad. And I thought four games, we're going to have something. Especially Dallas-Minnesota, I thought that was going to be a game. <clears throat> right. So this week, I'm going to go into this the way I went through my love life. No expectations. I'm just going to go in and see what happens. Uh, you know, uh, quite frankly, you've got the Jets versus the Colts. 
I mean, that could go either way. It could be a Colts blowout. It could be a great defensive effort by the Jets. It could. You don't know how that game is going to go. But it's nice that we have a legitimate underdog team, a Cinderella right. quote-unquote, if you want to get real cliche. But uh, the surprise team, they're very much very similar in playing style and the fact that creeped up on everybody to last year's Arizona Cardinals, who, as you know, went all the way to the Super Duper Bowl. Not in playing style. The way they surprise people, yes. Yeah, but you're right. I mean, you look at the Jets. I mean, you look at a team that's based on defense. Yep. I I think more Ravens uh, Super Bowl year. I I think more. You know, they are asking the quarterback who's very young not mm-hmm. to make too many mistakes. Uh, almost similar to the Giants, maybe without the weapons of a couple years ago. A team that could hit you really hard on defense, mm-hmm. and then you don't really know what you're going to get on offense. But clearly, they compared to Arizona last year, where Arizona, I mean, absolutely oh, yeah. came out of nowhere. I mean. Most casual football fans, I don't even think, knew the Arizona Cardinals were in the NFL playoffs. Right. They might not even know the Arizona Cardinals played National Football League, played in the National Football League, and there they are in the Super Bowl, a pretty exciting team. And this year the New York Jets were all familiar with the Jets, but nobody expected them to make the playoffs and, and certainly to get on the run that they're on well, now. A couple of old guys in Chicago who were shocked that they had left Chicago. Yeah. What the Chicago Cardinals are in Arizona. Hey, what, hey, who hey. happened? What happened? Thomas Hope. Hey, call what? Hey. There's a lot of Chicago connections with the uh, the various teams. Rex Ryan, yes, Rex Ryan, the uh, very burly coach of the New York Jets way back in the day, when I was a youngster following the Chicago Bears, the '85 Super Bowl team. He was a ball boy. Was he really? He was a ball boy. His dad, Buddy Ryan, was the defensive coach. Right. Pretty big ball boy, by the way. Well, huge. Thomas Jones, running back for the Jets. He was part of the Bears, the Super Bowl run. Absolutely. At one point, it was very weird to see the Jets versus the Bengals Mm -hmm. because you had two Bears running backs, both with a chance to go in the playoffs and Super Bowl, Mm -hmm. and none actual Bears there. Don't rub it in. Brad Childress, you want to go with the Chicago connection here? Both uh, the Minnesota and New Orleans head coaches, great Chicago connections. Brad Childress. Uh, grew up in the Chicago area, I know. Naperville, I want to say. I believe that. No, that's Sean Payton. That's Sean Payton. Okay. The New Orleans coach, Sean Payton, longtime Naperville guy, went to Eastern Illinois. Right. Which all of a sudden has become the cradle of coaches, go figure. Well. Right? I think Brad Childress went to Eastern Illinois. Eastern Illinois, Illinois too. They were both, yeah, Panthers. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. It, well, you know, you got to think about Eastern Illinois and Southern Illinois, uh, two teams that nationally probably don't get a lot of recognition because they played Division Two or. Bowl, subdivision, mm-hmm. blah, 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 whatever the name of that is. Division one, double A, A, C, P, underscore. Basically the division under text, you know, semicolon, yeah, paraphrase. Exactly. But they're, they're constantly in the playoffs and they seem to do well. I mean, you've got a lot of players that have gone through there. Brandon mm-hmm. Jacobs, the running back for the Giants, I believe he is an SIU grad. Mm-hmm. Originally started a couple of other schools, wound up at SIU. Tony Romo, he, he's a Eastern Illinois grad. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you're getting a lot of great players that are coming out of these smaller schools, which they eventually to, gets a lot of coaches looked at. They went to SIU. I believe the school that you went to, your dad once told me, was called IOU, I think. Yeah, IOU and PU, <laughs> <laughs> the way I went. <laughs> I was on the eight-year plan that was fantastic. Yeah. Were you on the football team at IOU? I don't think IOU had a football team. Uh, I think team. a lot of people went to IOU. They had a lot of they had a yeah. lovely bar scene, but yeah. no no football. Team. The negative thing about IOU is it's not a four-year program. I mean, no. You go to IOU, you could be there for like 15 years. I told you, I was one of the masters of the eight-year program in three different schools. It was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I did a tour of the Midwest unlike anybody else. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and you finally graduated, I hope? DePaul. With a radio degree? Broadcasting? Communications. 
Communication? Yeah. Really? It's just general. It's very impressive. It's a, if I didn't really. know you better, I'd be impressed. I wouldn't be. I told you it took eight years to <laughs> well, do it. Well, I mean, I know you. But, you know. <laughs> eight years, three different schools. Exactly. Well, you went two different colleges, correct? I did, indeed. I was a member of the uh, Fine Green Wave in Tulane University. Tulane in lovely New Orleans. Mm-hmm. That it. was pre-flood. Pre-flood. Matt Forte. Bears we were on higher back. ground back then. Matt Forte was uh, not even born when right. I was in school. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. When I went to Tulane, football, you know, you're coming in as a freshman, you know, you're all excited about the sports team, the right. whole college thing. They were coming off their best season ever, something like 9-1. and one. Really? 10-1. and one. The Tulane Green Wave, I'm coming in. Benny Ellender was their coach. Who? Picture. They had Bur- a woman head coach? No, no, no. Benny Ellender. Picture <laughs> oh, Benny. Brad Childress without any hair or uh, Ooh, or beard. A bald not- Brad Childress. If you're bald, you almost have to offset it with hair on other parts. You know, back in the day, it, 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 Benny Ellender wore it well. Okay. All right. So he hit, apparently, the year before I came there, 9-1. and one, They beat LSU in right. the Superdome. And back then, the Superdome had just been built. Right. And they beat LSU for Tulane. That is, you know, you could go 0-9. Hmm. But you beat LSU the one time every 20 years, 9-1 and one season. They gave him a 10-year contract. <laughs> Unheard of. This is back in 1975. Because he went 9-1. A 10-year contract. Okay. So I'm in school. Yeah, all right, man. Timing is perfect. This is going to be great. I was there for two years, Brian. Two of the worst years. Go look it up. In the, <laughs> two of the worst years Tulane football ever had. They ended up eating the eight-year contract of Benny Allen. Or the guy wow. got fired in two years. And then to make matters worse, I transferred to Illinois. Ooh. We've talked about this before, right at the time when Gary Moeller oh. was named the new head coach of Illinois. And enthusiasm, but at the time, enthusiastic. Enthusiasm was high. Nice going pedigree. Illinois, go, yeah. I still remember their first game was against Michigan, <laughs> against his mentor, uh, Bo Schembechler, all around campus, t shirt, sweatshirt, sign, right. go Bo or go Mo, beat Bo. Right. Because we got Gary Moeller, the hot young coach. Oh, yeah. Check the records. David Olson, you could look it up. Two of the worst years. <laughs> That Illinois ever had in Gary Moeller's career alone, it lasted probably I don't know, for two years, three years. It was brutal. Other conferences were trying yeah, to recruit yeah. you for so, their rivals. Is yeah. that how it was working? <laughs> so basically, my four years of uh, college, four of the worst football teams ever to root I for. I think I could do you one better. Uh-oh. I was a member of Northeastern Illinois University. NIU. NIU. The Fighting and EIU, the Eagles. The Fighting Eagles. Right. When they decided they to then. kill their Division One programs completely. You were at school then? I was in school then. They actually had a pretty good basketball team. They had a good basketball team. They Reese, had a, they Reese had a, Johnson. They had a really good ba- uh, baseball team as well. And all in one year because of the expenses. And it wasn't like it was a you know a slow, well, maybe we'll kill this program, maybe we'll kill Because basketball was doing really well. It was across the board. We've decided... No Division One sports whatsoever. Congratulations, everybody. If you're here on a scholarship, we'll have to give you the scholarship, but you can't yeah. play anywhere. <laughs> so all those poor guys who had to go, uh-huh. they had to go somewhere else and sit out a year I or finish that. out school. I yeah. remember that. I remember um, ex-Illinois coach Lou Henson was coaching New Mexico State. He had a connection and picked up like three or four. They had some pretty good basketball players. They played extremely yeah. well for an inner city school. Yeah. Uh, a very dissimilar to DePaul. I mean, mm-hmm. for those of you who know DePaul, it's Hart and Lincoln Park. It's in a great area. People actually flock to that. Yep. Uh, you know, NEIU is off of Bryn Mawr in Chicago. It was mm-hmm. more north of uh, DePaul in a very like, ethnic community. Yeah. You know, so so it's a very different field. Great restaurants in the area. I did. I had a 4.0 GPA there for two years. Mostly at the, at the restaurants. No, it's, well there too, but oh. at the school because uh-huh. quite frankly they had to cater to a lot of foreign player people mm-hmm. and. Yeah. I did well with those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can you can mesh with many of foreign people. Oh yeah. Yeah. By the way, I'm part I, I, David Olson, our producer, very happy to know in our pre-production meeting, happy. we got lots in the docket for today. But speaking, 
Speaking of the foreign aspect, very, very excited to announce scheduled to come on at about 1035 today from WIRQ Radio. Yeah. In Iraq. In Iraq. Number one rated sports show in Iraq, El Zaire Zayed. He's a longtime guy. Yep. We are going to talk to sports radio in Iraq with El Zaire Zayed. I'm very excited about that. I'm not sure what questions we're going to ask him, but... um, He'll be right there for us. Well, he's got sports from the Middle Eastern angle. He's out there right now living yeah. it. And yeah. so sometimes it's a little bit different than what we're used to here, but it's nice. Last time we talked to him, a couple of years ago on our radio show, I just remember him. We, we asked him about the Chicago Bears problems. Surprisingly, with everything going on in Iraq, he was quite aware of the Bears, and he kept saying, get the ball to Mushin Muhammad. Well, he was a big fan just of anybody who has a Middle Eastern type name. Keep throwing the ball to Mushin Muhammad. That I, was his. Like, I remember when he was putting together his All Star team. It was like T.J. Hushmanzada yeah. and you know Mushin Muhammad, yep. and yep. It, it was very strange. The other thing yeah. I think he said was, "Please do not send Cedric Benson to Iraq." <laughs> Good call. I believe that yeah. was the case. Yeah. All right. So we got. The, I don't know how we got sidetracked. We were I talking know, NFL yeah. football, semi-intelligent football discussion, and all no. of a sudden we're talking about our college careers at Northeastern and Tulane. I'm yeah. not sure how that happened. With no football team, yeah. really. These things happen yeah. on the show. We get distracted so easy. You know that's that? the whole thing. Yeah, that's all what the right. show's all about. It's not your regular sports show. No. No. If you're looking for that, you're yeah. definitely in the wrong place. Yeah. And we need to. You know, normally it's the hosts that sometimes have to take the callers. Yeah. And get them back on path. On our show, quite frankly, we depend on you, the caller, to sometimes help the two of us get back on track. Yes. Thank you. Because quite frankly, it's ADD huh? radio is what yeah, this is. You and I start, and then we really just go is. stream of consciousness. And we kind of feed off each yeah, other. It's not a bad. good thing. Yeah. 888-463-674. You want to talk sports, get off the sports page. You could do that, too. Again, 888-463-6748. The phone number, you can email us at mike2guys at AOL.com. Here on the radio show, we spell Mike, by the way, M-I-C, short for micro phone. Thank you very much. So it's Mike2Guys at AOL.com. Also today, in honor of pitchers and catchers reporting in 27 days, very, very exciting, we are going to have another installment of our obscure starting lineup in baseball. Yeah, what is our projected lineups? And today's, yes. for those of you excited or those of you who live in the Arizona area, Drum roll, please. here it comes, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Woo! Projected starting line. Projected. And after we're going over it this morning. That's some. Woo! That's some. Oh, oh boy. Are we going to have big fun today? Let's see. Arizona, they're two. Is that a two hour time difference between us? Oh, man. 8 a.m., you're drinking your coffee, and you're going to have to listen to what your projected lineup is. You talk about a sports talk tease. We're going to go to a break. When we come back. The projected starting line in three months of the Arizona. Well, yesterday was the Chicago White Sox. Now we're going back to you know alphabetical order. Here's how bad things are. We live in Chicago. That Chicago White Sox lineup. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You think that's bad? Wait. Wait till you hear the Arizona Diamondbacks projected lineup. Matt Holliday no longer an Arizona Diamondback. No. How about a Luis Gonzalez? No. Really? No. Is Luis still with us? I don't know. Well, I'm sure he's alive, but I'm pretty sure he's not playing. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Double B, Brian Bauer, the good-looking guy here. The aged guy, the coach. We're webcasting live. Phone lines open. 888-463-6748. Producer extraordinaire. The best in the biz, or at least the best we can afford. David Olson, take it away.
are open for your calls on Two Guys and a Mic. Call 888-GO-FOR-IT. Once again, here's the coach, John Cohn. And we are indeed back at the TalkZone.com. By the way, during the break, looking at our... Uh, Screen, uh, Brian, as people keep jumping on our Twitter uh, family. Yeah. I like to think of our listeners and our Twitter community part of our family. Yeah, what is our Twitter account, by the way? They like to be part of the family, but it's, uh, it's uh, what the hell is our Twitter account? Mike, Mike two guys. At AOL. Do you have no, to, no, not at AOL. Just Mike, two guys. Mike, two guys at Twitter. Okay. Yeah. Right, there you go. Okay. But uh, you'll be happy to know the Lion Queen. The, the, the Lion, Lion Queen. Lion Queen. And the Spastic Elastic have joined our Twitter family. At least it's not the Spastic Colon. Because that no. would be a different guy altogether. That would be much worse. If you want to join our Twitter family, Mike, two guys. And, uh, of course, our fan page, our Facebook page at twoguysmike.com. We'd love to have you join our dysfunctional family, Double B. And the coach with you up until 11 o'clock Central Time. Again, Brian, our show being hurt via the Internet in seven different continents in also parts of Mississippi. So some people late night partying after a night of the Australian Open. Boom. They could be listening to our show. We are right here for you. People we're, we're big up. in Australia. Well, are we? Oh, yeah. We're not big here, though. No. i got to move to Australia. If you go out to the West Coast, people <laughs> in California complaining about the rain, don't want to go outside. Boom. We're right here for them. We are America's number one breakfast show, especially for the listeners out West, as long as you're not eating breakfast. Exactly. For the lunchtime crew out in New York City, maybe they're bored with some of their local radio. Absolutely. Boom. We're right there for you. Right there for you. Webcasting, too. Webcasting. People Boom. in, people right in London. Boom. Right there for you. Absolutely. Right now, due to the fact that I put it up on Facebook, there could be people right now in Vienna, Austria listening. Boom. Boom. Right there, right there for, there for you. you. I'm, I think we're, you know, we're a little low in Belarus, our ratings right now. Yep. But I'm hoping in the Middle East area. Yep. I have high expect. we got a couple of marketing guys working yep. out there. I think, I think the Middle East is going to be good for us. Boom. Boom. We're right there for right you. Right there. I got guys in Novi Sad, <laughs> Serbia, and Belgrade. Yes. And this little town called Vyska. They're all on my Facebook page. I put out the message. Boom. They could be listening right there for you. <laughs> A little town called who? Vyska? Vyska. Vyska. Population like 1,500. Boom! Boom! Right, right there, there for, for you. Whether you're out there in uh, one of the other fine continents, or God forbid you're in the United States, and you actually want to talk to Double B and the coach, 888-463-6748. 888-463-6748. By the way, off the sports page. Boom! Uh, he was almost president of the United States. He continues yeah. to sink lower and lower. Apparently, John Edwards has admitted that, uh, well, he already admitted he had the affair. Right. But uh, that, in fact, uh, that, that child yep. is apparently his. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's it's just part of the local yeah. political scene. They try to hide everything. What, who's the guy who just got elected who did a photo shoot, Bucky Nakey? Buck, Buck Naked? Yeah, you see that one? No. I think you should look it up on the Internet. You're not I, talking about the Massachusetts uh, I believe center. it is. I believe it's Massachusetts. He's center. already in trouble? He, he was an underwear model. Wasn't he? What happened? David Olson, our producer. There we go. No, he did. It was like a, a playgirl photo shoot or something like that. It was like in, it was in the early eighties that he yeah, did. That he yeah, did. He did. And this just came out now. Just no, now. No, 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 no. This oh. was out during the election. Really? They knew. Oh, oh we didn't know. Okay. Maybe that's what won him the election. Wow. Hey, hey, hey. looking I mean, good. He's a good looking guy. <laughs> well, apparently, really good. Unfortunately, he's Republican. Huh? What, but, what does uh, that have to do with anything? Huh? Well, it destroys the fact that we're trying to get a health care thing passed, and now it's going to hold, you know. If the health care pe- bill is good. You don't want to get into a whole political thing with me. Well. Because I think yeah, there's yeah, enough yeah, crap yeah. in that in that yeah. bill that, quite frankly, should not be. Well, the only reason there's a lot of crap on that bill, if you want to go sports talk, uh, uh, sports guys talk politics on me, gastronomic boy, uh, the only reason there's that much crap on the health bill yes. is because Barack Obama and the fine 
administration that is currently elected to lead our United States is, well, some could say kowtowing, some could say trying to reach out, some could say trying to find a compromise position with some of those that have your particular bent. If we didn't have to do that, <laughs> we could pass some health care legislation that maybe no. would be much, much more effective for the majority of Absolutely people. Absolutely not. I think if you look at some of those little subgroups and some of those things that are being given out in that bill, it's not all kowtowing to Republicans. It's little handouts to their buddies in the Democratic Party as well. We'll yes. do this for you. We'll do that for you. Mm-hmm. It's never black and white, Coach. I've told you this a hundred times. Follow the green, and you'll usually get the answer. Mm-hmm. So it's never black and white, but it's not gray. Uh, it's, it's actually green. It's green. It's wherever the cash may be. Where's the cash? Mm-hmm. And who can do something for me later to get me the cash? And that's mm-hmm. where it is. All right. Sports guys talk politics here. We'll jump off the sports page, but Johnny Edwards in trouble and Tiger Woods getting back to sports. Apparently, uh, has visited Brian a sex addiction clinic. Hey, hey. Trying to keep undercover about that, stay low key, which, uh, you know, God bless him. Hopefully he will get some help in that yes. particular matter. I think he's doing it the wrong way. I, honestly, I don't think the sex addiction clinic is a bad idea. Okay. Uh, I think from what I've heard, people are complaining in the clinic that he's not adhering to the rules. Was Appar- he hitting on all the women there? No, not, not, nothing like that. Apparently, he's supposed to be cleaning his own room. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be cleaning his bathrooms. Okay. He's supposed to share a room with somebody else. Yeah. Well, being Tiger Woods, yeah. he's decided he's not sharing with anybody. Not cool. And he actually hired a maid service to come in to clean you the bathroom. Be no, come on, no, that's brutal. So I mean, to me, that's that's the part yeah. where if you're trying to if you're trying to make amends for things that have gone wrong, yep. I'm almost okay with you having your own room. Yeah, I'm om- that I could kind of live with. You are a celebrity; you don't need somebody you don't know trying to get mm-hmm. in all your information. I'm okay with that. But the whole having a maid service come in <laughs> while you're doing rehab, uh-huh. and who knows what yeah. the maids are wearing, yeah, or what they look like when in I mean, Rome, yeah. Do what everybody else is Absolutely. doing. I'm all for it. Come I mean, on, come Tiger. On. Clean your own yeah. damn room for a couple of weeks. Clean but, your own uh, toilet. Yeah, but I did hear Tiger uh, very quietly and under the radar put together a group helping uh, with a large amount of money and a large amount of services helping the folks in Haiti. So he has done a lot of good with his charitable foundation, right. too. So. Right. All which which yeah. takes a lot more precedence over... What is going but sadly, on. you know what's going to get more press is always sadly. the pictures of him coming out of the rehab, the, yep. big, the pictures of him, you know, looking despondent, the, the people complaining about what's going on out yep. there. It's just stuff like that. Yeah, no question about it. All right, double B of the coach, two guys in a mic. Lots on the docket of the sports uh, talk today. NFL football. You want to talk about the championship games again tomorrow? We'll get into it big time with our football Friday. Beat the schmoes football predictions. Uh, so that'll be a lot of fun, but uh, for today we can kind of preview those games, look at them. Sunday, they're both games Sunday. Okay. What do we got, 2 o'clock? The Jets uh, have to take on Indy, and I believe, and I don't know if we got Eastern time, Central time, uh, or it could be in Perugia, but I think we got the early game is the Jets in Indianapolis, I believe, and then the later game, good matchup. Vikings say Good matchup. Minnesota, Vikings, New Orleans. Yeah. I've gone back and a fourth and a fourth and a back and a back and a fourth on that one. I will release my pick on Beat the Schmoes, uh, Brian, and based on my recent predictions, you yep. might want to go the other way. Well, before that, you even, That's a tough yeah, game to call. I, I, it is, but I, when it gets that close, I always look at home field advantage. Yeah, because that's the, the usual swing in Vegas when you go home field is three points to start off with. What is the spread? Is it three? I, I'm thinking it is. I haven't actually seen today's spread. I mean, I can look mm-hmm. it up to, right now. But, I mean, usually when things are just a draw, you'll see three points go to the home team just because there's a home field advantage. Mm-hmm. And New Orleans Superdome. I mean, I don't know if you remember it. You know, 10, 15 years ago, there were guys wearing bags over their head. I mean, nobody made the, any noise. The ants. Yeah, exactly. Right? They, they call themselves the ants. Mm-hmm. Now it is so loud, 
It is a feared place to play. It's very strange for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was uh, impressed. I was trying to compare the home crowds last week and which ones were the most uh, vivacious. The Viking fans are always uh, a little bit wacko. Indianapolis Colts fans, not as crazy, but I don't know if you did you watch the Indianapolis Colts game? Yes. There was uh, one time when they pictured two fans that might have been the best dressed two wacko fans that I've ever seen. Yes. So Indianapolis Colts, maybe not the quantity, but they had a great quality. You know which fandom I thought was the craziest? Which? Surprisingly, the San Diego Chargers. There was a lot of wackos in the San Diego. Now, they started booing the team. Yeah. Late third quarter. I didn't appreciate that. Yeah. But uh, I was surprised at the, the fervor of the San Diego fan. But the, the Saint, I, Saints fans are a pretty crazy team. They're not notoriously known for being loud. San Diego. I mean, in, in the past, they've been a pretty blah crowd. Yeah. You know. yeah. But I guess degree and sunny every day. You get that way. They were in the afternoon. It, it was raining a little bit out there. Maybe they, you know, participated in some libations early in the day, you know, mm-hmm. get themselves going. It is a playoff game. Cocktails. Oh, yeah. You know, beer man. Yeah, right here. Sit down next to me. I'll buy the whole tray. You know, so maybe that's what happened. I don't know. But I mean... It, you're right. San Diego, not normally a great crowd. I do think the Saints crowd has become, you know, the difference between the Saints now and some of the other teams. The Saints have this weird Mardi Gras feel to them, even during the season. Mm-hmm. So now guys are dressing up. Like, there's a guy who dressed up like the Joker at every single Saints game for no reason. He's just dressed like the Joker wearing Saints gear. You know, they've almost become a mixture of, of Oakland. With their crazy, let's dress up, let's do this, let's do that. Mm-hmm. But a happier version. Like, uh, hey, we're just happy to be here because the mm-hmm. weather is nice kind of thing. So if you were to take Oakland and San Diego and meld them, that's what the Saints have become. Uh, they will be the uh, home team. Boy, they look By the way, the line on that, three and yeah. a half points. So, so basically much, even, yeah. maybe the Saints by half a point. Usually right. the home uh, field, as you mentioned, worth three points. Good game, though. That is going to be a tough, hard to fathom either team pulling away. Right? You know, yeah. Of course, we said the same thing about Minnesota and Dallas, and it ended out Minnesota thirty-four, Dallas three. But boy, you look at those two teams. The way the playoffs are going, though, I'm so afraid of saying, "Oh, yeah, nobody's going to blow out anybody." Because, quite frankly, every week now has been a major blowout. You know, I I watched that Ravens game, the first game that they played, they advanced in the playoffs. Who would have thought they'd be up fourteen nothing in the first five minutes against New England? So I I swear these playoffs have made me a little gun shy. I can't pull the trigger on anything. Mm Uh, Vikings uh, taking on the Saints. New Orleans uh, offensively looks so good, but Minnesota's defense underrated, especially up front. It's going to be interesting to see if the Vikings can pressure Drew Brees, and that's what you got to do because if he sits back in the pocket and has all day, mm-hmm. he will pick you apart. Sean Payton's got that passing game scheme. I'm not sure what they do, but all I know is they get receivers open and Drew Brees passes to the receiver. They make it look pretty simple. Well, Sean Payton, I mean, if you actually look at the way they do things, it doesn't matter what set they are. They try to spread you out. Yeah. You, you have to guess what's going on. And that's, I think that's the hardest part. They rarely line up in a fullback, running back position. They take their running backs who are extremely fast, like Bush, and they move them around all over the place. Sometimes they're in the slot as a wide receiver. Sometimes they're in the backfield. Well, why can't every team do it? Why does New Orleans make it look so easy? I don't know. I mean, that, that's yeah. how bad I, you wonder what's The Bears what's can't on. get yeah, a receiver no. open for the life of them in New Orleans almost every play. Part of it There's is, Jeremy Shockey wide open. Right. Devery Henderson, he's open. Marcus Colston, he's open. How, what, do they, how one, do they do that? One, you have to have a line that will protect long enough for these guys to run some of these routes. That's that, a problem. That, that goes off. Yeah, right away the Bears have an issue. Two, 
I don't think these wide receivers are all that great. I mean, if you look at some of them, some were undrafted, some were seventh round picks. I mean, they were, they're not they're, great wide receivers. They're good, they're but they're good. not that much better than the other sets of receivers on non-winning teams. So what does this get to? You have a great quarterback, a guy who could get the ball everywhere. Accurate. I, I love Drew Brees. Accurate. I liked him in college and I like him now. Yeah. Uh, so my thinking is, it all comes down to play calling. The difference between the way Peyton runs things and a lot of other offensive co- coordinators run things. Mm-hmm. Other offensive coordinators are so, we're going to run this system. This is how it's going to be. If we get a lead, we're going to protect the lead. Sean Payton just, I mean, they could be up by 21. Yeah, hey, air it out. Throw the ball. What the hell? See what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, he just got this attitude. I'm not waiting for the defense to dictate my game. Yeah. I am going to go dictate everything to the defense and see if they can stop me. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of coach interviews coming out after halftime. I think it was Sean Payton, and they asked him. You know, the female sideline reporter asked him that very question. Now that you got the lead, you're going to protect it. And I think I, maybe I'm mistaken, my coaches. You know, you've seen one halftime interview. You've seen them all. They're basically all the same. But he basically gave the uh, the message, yeah, no, no, no. We're not going to run the ball. We're going to keep on throwing the ball. We're going to keep on attacking, doing what got us there. And that's exactly what they did. And the final score was, what, 41-14? to 14? So very, very effective for the uh, New Orleans set. Good matchups. NFL football right there for you. Again, not the quantity, but certainly the quality over the weekend. If you're a football fan, you get Saturday off. You can relax, get all the housework done, take the wife out for a nice dinner, and then Sunday, you got your couch, you got your bag of chips, you got your beer, your turkey, tuna, whatever it might be. Oof. And it's all football. All day on Sunday. Yeah, actually, Saturday for me is a first baby's first birthday party. Not your baby. Not well, not that I know okay. of. No, because you but, are happily married, but we uh, have no offspring yet. Not that I know of. Yeah. No. Brian. Uh, <laughs> Brian married Mrs. Wright, Dave. What he didn't know at the time was that her first name was Always. Yeah. No joke. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. I'll be here all week, folks. <laughs> so anyway, seven and a half spread for the Colts. They have a seven and a half spread over the. Yeah. Jets. That's now that's a hard one to figure out right. because to me there's more variance in that game. You right. could easily see, you know, the New York Jet the bubble bursting. Yeah. Indianapolis breaking out, you know. Thirty it could be like Minnesota Dallas, thirty four three. To me you could also get a little puckering going on. I mean, you know, the Colts, for as good as they are, every so often they have the ability to pucker up and, and play tighter than they really should. Yep. With that team they should be loose and able to throw it around oh, all yeah. the time. Yeah. Same thing with New Orleans. New Orleans has never been to a Super Bowl. Some of those players on that team have never had great success. It's easy for them to go through a regular season and play extremely well. But Drew Brees hasn't gotten there. Pierre Thomas out of Illinois, nah, he hasn't seen great success. Robert Meacham, Devery Henderson, you go down that line, except for Reggie Bush, not a lot of success going mm-hmm. out there. Even Shockey never got to a Super Bowl. They won it when he was injured in so New York. All of a sudden, you spend all week thinking about, hey, yeah, it's in your head. Hey, wait a minute, we're one step away from the Super right. Bowl. It could uh, could affect them. Don't underestimate know. that. Yeah, you never know who'll tighten up. Yeah. Same thing on the flip side with Minnesota. I mean, if you except for Favre, you know, Jared Allen was with Kansas City. You know, the Williams twins. They've been with Minnesota the whole time. Mm-hmm. There, there's not a lot of Super Bowl caliber other than your your. Mm-hmm. Quarterback in Minnesota, so you never know what'll happen in these games. It's what's great about them. That's they, part they of the could fun be, watching. They could be tight. They could be loose. Yeah, in the Jets game, we were talking about the scenario where Indianapolis could blow them out. But you're absolutely right. The other scenario is right there for you. New York Jet team probably Brian going to be the loosest team of all coming in. I mean, they've got nothing to lose. They've got the momentum. They're riding a high right now. Got the great momentum. The Cinderella kids, if you will, yep. the unsung heroes. So they could come in the game. With that nothing-to-lose approach, they've got a red-hot running back, not a red-hot quarterback, not red-hot receivers. 
But if there's such thing as a hot running back, they've got one in the uh, kid out of Iowa, Sean Green. Well, not only that, then your backup is Thomas Jones, who's definitely able to can't, do it. I can't mean, get on the field because Sean Green's been Right, so I mean, how good is that? And if you look at Sean Green, he's short, stout, looks like a little fire plug. Mm-hmm. But when he breaks out, he's got speed. People Ooh. just can't catch him. Yeah. And on the injury front, you know, I look at the Jets injury line. Bart Scott is the only one who is limited, did not practice yesterday. He's a key to the team. He is a key. But on the other side, you know, you look at, at the Colts, Dallas Clark. Did not practice or limited participation. You got mm-hmm. Anthony Bethea, the cornerback, limited participation, and they've got a list of like twenty guys who are injured. This is impressive. Uh, speaking of limited participation, though, I want, to, uh, I want to thank our general manager Chris Whitting for uh, putting on this show, and I hope Chris, the commander in chief, is uh, watching the webcast right now, David, because it's a rare moment in time where one of our hosts has actually done some pre-preparation. I'd like to show this up to the camera, because I doubt Chris is actually listening to the no, show, he's our not, general manager. Not a chance. He's probably doodling or you know interviewing yeah. another female employee. He's but maybe ESPN or something. Who huh? knows? Yeah, go ahead. He's applying for another job. Yeah, would be. But maybe he's watching the show, so here it is. Actual notes and pre-preparation well, yeah, for the know. program. No, we're so, this That's is unbelievable. Just don't let it happen that. again, okay? Well, you know, I figured since we were on TV, I couldn't tell people that I had notes <laughs> and then sit in front of a blank piece of paper. I had sure to you show could. up. Yeah, you no, could do that. not the same. Yeah, Joel's tried it many times. I know Joel. Joel's the only guy you tell him you're actually webcast, and he goes, yeah, they can't see me. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. Okay, Joel. All right. <laughs> we are going to take a break. And don't forget, coming up later in the show, we do have our uh, obscure projected starting lineup of the day. Today we're featuring what team again? Today we are featuring the wonderful Arizona ah. Diamondbacks. Wow. <laughs> Can hardly wait for that. But when we come back, our radio listeners, when yeah. we come back, and the phone lines are open, 888-463-6748. You can email us at Mike2Guys at AOL.com. Hopefully we can make connection. When we come back, we're going to be talking live to WIRQ Radio in Iraq, the number one rated sports show out there, and our guy, Brian L. Zaire Zayed. Hopefully we can make the connection. You have never heard sports radio like this. That's all I can say. and a mic your mid-morning break sports talk show once again here's the coach john cone and we are indeed excuse me back on the talkzone.com it's two guys and a mic with you right up until 11 o'clock we're talking some football we jumped off 
the sports page a little bit today and coming up uh, some baseball talk. 27 days. 27 days till pitchers and catchers report. I'm not sure if baseball is a big sport out in Iraq, how much they follow Major League Baseball or even the uh, current ongoing steroid controversy. But uh, that could be one of the topics we're going to bring up. Hopefully the phone lines are connected. Our first time we've had him on on our previous radio show. But it's our first time here on the TalkZone.com. Two guys at a mic show that we make connections out in beautiful Iraq. WIRQ Radio, the number one sports talk host, the number one sports talk show, the number one sports talk station. El Zaire, Zayed, El Zaire, how are you? Oh my God, my friend, it is good to hear your voice. I called the other radio station by mistake. Ugly, ugly times. They were not very happy to hear from me. Oh, goodness. You didn't get a hold of Mel Kuyper by any chance, did you? I don't know who talked to me, but he sounded a little chale chale. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, you are now on with your good friends here in uh, the continental United States, El Zaire. Great to talk to you. It's been a while. Uh, forget about sports for a second. Paint a picture. How's everybody doing in Iraq? How are you, your family, and your eight wives? Well, let me tell you, my friend, everything here is, is uh, how you saying, uh, <laughs> you what? know, everything is going well, you know, things seem to be okay, people are getting better, you know, I think the, the economy is going up, I mm-hmm. think, uh, you know, the war is going down, I, you guys still have to, you know, my friend, you still have to watch where you step, you mm-hmm. know, things go boom very easily around here, so you, you got to be very careful, uh, that's, that's but I've good. noticed more freedom on the radio, less people telling me what to do, so life is good. Mm-hmm. That's a good so combination, why? the economy up and the war is down, that's a good combo, keep that and one arrow up. Other well, frankly, the wives are still around. Yeah. Did, did I get the number right? Was it eight or did I? I forgot. It, uh, trust me, I've been trying to get rid of at least three of them, but you know, you, you get stuck with what you have, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. How you how you holding up with the wives? You uh, doing your part? You holding up physically okay? Well, you know what they say with eight. You know, someone's interested and about six aren't. So, you know, you do what you can. <laughs> oh, goodness. El Zaire Zayed. By the way, can I call you L for short? My friend, you can call me anything you want. Beautiful, beautiful. And, and the uh, radio station there, you guys, we've advertised you as the number one sports show. You have been for a long time. Are you guys still ranked number one, or do you got some competition now out there? No, my, well, there is other people out here, but if it's radio, if it's sports radio, it's IRQ, my friend, WIRQ. <laughs> and if it's competition, we will eliminate it. <laughs> and I do mean eliminate it. Ah, okay. I mean, we may have to try that here in the United States. Uh, it's good for ratings. Yeah, it is indeed, and believe me, we could use them here on the TalkZone.com. By the way, you're on the Internet, El Zayed, Zayed, and uh, you know, it's a new program here. It's two guys and a mic, so your voice being heard right now in uh, many, many different nations and countries, so be careful what you say. So people could listen to me in Iraq right now as I'm talking to you. That is correct. I certainly hope they are. That is fantastic, my friend. I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> what are you on with? You are two guys. Huh? Who well, are you on with? You are two guys. Well, the guy, the guy number two is a rotating, you know, sometimes it's a guy named Joel, sometimes a guy named Brian. We bring in a Jordan Burnfield, JB, Mark Carmen. We got all kinds of guys sitting in chair number two. Well, you are like my wives. You just have many. They come in, they come out. <laughs> I never thought of that as a comparison, but now that you mention it, it's uh, pretty accurate, actually. It's actually uh, better than having the wives because you don't have to go home with them. It's no, fantastic. Ah! No, no, no. Our, rela- our relationship lasts one hour, uh, one day a week, five days total, and that is it. Nothing goes on beyond that, believe me. Actually, in truth, that's a lot like my relationship with many of my wives. <laughs> All right. Now, El Zaire, let's get to the sports talk front here. I don't know how long our uh, 
Our line is going to hold on here. We're on a strict budget. We might cut you off at any point here. I apologize if we do. But very quickly, I mentioned baseball. Is baseball big in Iraq? And are you following in all the steroid controversy? Is steroids a problem with the Iraqi athletes? No, you know, here in Iraq, we, we, first of all, we're not very big with the baseball. Uh, we have a large influence from India with uh, cricket. <laughs> you know cricket? You hit the stick with the ball, you, you, you have wickets and stuff. It's very fun. Uh, we don't have steroid controversy. However, there is a big caffeine controversy here. Mm-hmm. You know, people are uh, using coffee like it is going out of style. It's <laughs> giving them boost, uh, boosts of performance. So uh-huh. now they are testing for amounts of coffee before each game. Now let me, uh, let me ask you, in the, the, the Hall of Cricket or the Hall of Fame in Cricket, yeah. If a player is found doing, uh, you know, too much instrumental amount of caffeine, would they no longer be eligible for the Hall of Cricket? Well, my friend, in the Iraqi Cricket Hall of Fame, if you are caught cheating, they not only lap off your hands and take the picture off the wall, Uh-oh. but they go after your family. So you have to be very wow. careful about what you do, my friend. Wow. That's a lot stricter than here. Yeah, you know, no Mark McGuire saying I took it for rehab, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> no rehab here, my buddy. <laughs> All right, so uh, I, I don't understand the game of cricket, but that's kind of your version of baseball. I watch it. I don't understand it. Uh, they use the wooden bat. Is it getting like America now? Are they switching over to the aluminum wood or the aluminum wood, the aluminum uh, bat, if you will? Now they're going with these polymers in different formats. Uh, no, the wooden bat is still actual when you are going for tests or matches, if you will. Okay. You must play with the wooden bat. Anything else and you will be hit with it. Mm-hmm. All right, because if they use the aluminum, I think all the cricket records, there should be like an asterisk next to it. I don't. I think you just have to kill people who use aluminum. We, it's a very expensive in a war to come around aluminum. Yeah, you Matter of fact, in Iraq, it's very expensive to find a tree to make wood. <laughs> El Zahir Zayed, WIRQ Radio in Iraq, folks. Number one ranked sports talk show. NFL playoffs going on. I know you guys are big football fans out in Iraq. Is there a team of the four left, uh, El Zayer, that maybe some of the Iraqis seem to be following more? Is it Brett Favre and the Vikings? Maybe the specter of the New Orleans Saints? Any team that has caught the fancy of the Iraqi fans? We are uh, fascinated by the Minnesota. They are Vikings, yes? Yes. Yes, okay. Uh, your your quarterback there is, is uh, like, uh, how are you saying, uh, uh, old. <laughs> you, you, yes, he is. A running back who is built like has not like a fortress. Yep. You know he he run people over like tank. Uh, you have a wide receiver uh, Sidney Rice. Yep. He's like 18 feet tall and he, he runs like wind. Uh, that team uh, we are very fascinated, and all the fans seem to be very very pale. And that is very fascinating to us because we are a darker-skinned people. To see so many white people, uh-huh. it is like watching a sheet of snow. And in Iraq, that's actually good viewing. Interesting. All right. So I see there. I would, I would have put Minnesota probably as the last of my choices, but the Vikings are kind of, it sounds almost like a, a fascination from the Iraqi fans. More, well, when you don't know something and you haven't seen it your whole life and you see mm-hmm. so many pale people in front of one thing, mm-hmm. you are fascinated by it. And they uh-huh. chant like they are young kids. That every time they score, they sing something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But my friend, we are very fascinated with Minnesota. The, right. other, the other teams scare us a little bit. That Peyton Manning, his big ear is very uh, not smart looking. <laughs>
<laughs> You're getting three and a half points with the Vikings. You want to lay some uh, lay some on the line, El Zayer Zayed? Three and a half points. It's at New Orleans. I don't know how much sports betting is part of the vernacular in Iraq, but uh, we're willing to put a little wage on for you. If nobody sees it done, my friend, it's legal. You know what I'm saying? So I could put some strachmas on it. You know, I put a couple on you. I think uh, if I were too pick- picking, i go Saints. Uh, I like Saints. Okay. So you, you're root- you, you like the Vikings, fascinated by them, but... As the true professional you are, you think the Saints are going to win. Very nicely well, with done. A man, with, uh, as a man with four wives, my friend, I know my performance dipped down at 40 years old, so there's only so long he could keep it going that far. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, Al, before we let you go, we appreciate your tickets and time. I know you got a busy schedule out there with the eight wives and the number one rated sports talk show. By the way, how many kids with uh, those eight wives? I lost count after 22. 22? Uh, yeah, hey, hey wow. now I'm just walking around and numbering them. No wow. more names. You keep track of birthdays and... Uh... No. No. I show up every day with a gift for somebody just in case. Uh-huh. Yeah. How many bar mitzvahs have you been to? Uh, 14. <laughs> All right, before we let you go, uh, a couple of our emailers want to know from El Zaire Zayed, Winter Olympics, what can we expect from the Iraqi team and some of the various Winter Olympic events? I'm not even sure if you guys have athletes entered, but uh, will we see Iraq in a luge, a bobsled, a figure skating, or, God forbid, in a hockey competition? Uh, no. <laughs> there is no snow to practice. It's like a, a Jamaican bobsled team. It's what we call Shalach New York Law. Bad idea. So, <laughs> no, no. No athletes at all, huh? No. You couldn't even sneak one in at one event? No, we tried. Uh, try, uh, so, so a... We tried uh, speed skating, so we took uh, metal sticks, and we had guys uh, lay, standing on them, and uh, it wound up cutting feet uh, with people uh, falling down. Yeah, it no works good. so well. doesn't work no. so well. All right. Well, we appreciate you coming on, El Zayer Zayed. Been a couple of months since we uh, uh, touched base with you. We appreciate it. Good luck with your show. Keep that up, and we'll definitely uh, get a hold of you in the next couple of weeks, okay? We'll touch base again. Don't forget, we're on the Internet. You can watch us live anytime, 10 o'clock Central Time, probably 3 o'clock in the morning, your time. I will be listening and watching my friend and remember, my wishes to you are this. Which means, may the sun shine on your camel's backside. <laughs> Thank you, El Zaire. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> there it is, folks. El Zaire, Zayed, strange man. Entertaining man. I know why he's rated number one. He's very entertaining. Uh, we will take a quick break. Quick, quick break. When we return, final segment, two guys and a mic. Double B and the coach with you right up until... 11 o'clock. Time to get back to Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. Once again, here's the coach, John Cohn. 
Right, I noticed uh, while El Zaire Zed was there with us, Stolen Colon, the Stolen Colon has joined our Twitter stolen family. Stolen Colon. The Stolen Colon. I had somebody joined my Twitter this morning, Comic Junkie, I want to say. It was Comic something or another. Okay. B.E. Bauer 14 on my Twitter if you want to come meet up, meet me, talk to me. Mm-hmm. Am I in your uh, Twitter family? I believe the Mike Two Guys is okay. in my Twitter family. long as I'm not personally involved with you. Not at all. I, I tried B. to, yeah. E. Bauer. Right. B.E. Bauer. No relation to Jack of 24 fam. No. Brian Edward Bauer. Edward Bauer being my father. Okay. But not the Eddie Bauer. All right. Very, yeah. very fascinating. Welcome back. Final <laughs> segment. Two guys at a mic here. Double B and the coach. With you up until 11 o'clock, you can email us in the show at uh, Mike2Guys at AOL.com. We mentioned uh, that we're going to have our regular feature here, which is our obscure projected starting lineup of the day as we talk a little bit of baseball in the middle of all the snow and the cold weather here in the Midwest anyways. Um, 27 days. 27 days until pitchers and catchers report. Very, very exciting. I mentioned a couple of days ago in honor of that, I... uh, was down in the catcher's squat position for an hour and a half, giving signals to my wife. Right, and of course she shook so. them all off. Yes, she did. Exactly. Yes, she did. Yeah. But it was getting me in the mood for baseball. You gotta, you know, you can't get into it right away. Right. You have to prepare. Yeah. Yeah. See, uh, I, I'm different than you. I, I don't go to the catcher's squat because I think I messed up my knees pretty good as a kid. So now what I like to do is pretend I'm the third base coach, where I'll just sit on the other side of the room and you know flick my nose, go to my chin, you know, do a little across the oh, chest, the you know, give okay. the signals, and then if the wife's going to the bathroom or going to pass me, I will go the full mm-hmm. arm wrap around. Go ahead, go, 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 go. Or if something's happening, I'll pull the big stop <laughs> sign out there. Stop, stop. You know, so so whatever. I'll go third baseman. Uh-huh. What? I'll go third baseline. That's third how I'll go. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Right. She we... still she still blows through every call. It doesn't matter. She doesn't listen to a thing I say. But <laughs> either, either way, way, I'm doing it. Either way, we're preparing for the baseball season. All right, today's featured team. Today's featured team. And our projected starting lineup. Fascinating sports talk radio yeah. is the Arizona. Don't call me the Cardinals, but right. we are, in fact, the Diamondbacks. Right. And the reason we went with Arizona is, quite frankly, we're going to alphabetical order. So, ah. And, you know, spring training starting in Arizona also as well. So that's mm-hmm. always a good thing. So we'll start off with their number one projected lineup. Shortstop, Steven, don't call me JD, Drew. Not bad. Batted 261, 12 home runs. Loved him in the remake of uh, Jungle 2. Did you? Yeah. Was he in that? I thought so. I didn't know. Number two, left fielder, Connor. I batted 182, Jackson. Not familiar with the work of Connor Jackson. That's because I batted 182 last year, Jackson. Why is he batting second up? I have no clue whatsoever. He had... 19, well, 18 hits and on 99 appearances. And yet, he's number two. Number three, right fielder. Now, this is solid. Batted 326 home runs, Justin Upton. Yeah. Yeah, can't go wrong there. Then, you got no, it's four spot catcher. Miggy Miguel Montero, 294, 16 home runs. He did extra, very well last Loved year. Loved him in the water boy. Did you? Yeah. He had a bit part. Then you got Mark Reynolds batting 260, 44 home runs. He's a power guy, but he will swing and miss a lot. Enjoyed him with uh, John Wayne and how the West was won. Now last What's year's... his name again? Mark Reynolds. Mark Reynolds. Yes. Okay. Now the sixth spot, first base. Last year he played with Pittsburgh, Atlanta, and Boston. Mm-hmm. The well-traveled one, Adam LaRoche. If you watch the closing credits in the new movie Aventar, yeah. you will see an Adam LaRoche make a bit appearance. Really? Yep. As what, one of the blue people? I think so. Oh, nicely done. Now, Chris B. Young is in the seventh hole. He's, he was fifth in Rookie of the Year voting in 2007, batted 212 mm-hmm. last year. He played the child in the Prodigy movie back Chris, in 1968. Chris B. Young. Not, it should be crispy bad, but it's Chris B. Young. And the eighth spot. <laughs> not, Kelly, not, by the way, not crispy. No, Chris, Chris B. B. Okay. Young. 
And the eighth spot, Kelly Johnson. He was with Atlanta last year and well with Atlanta. Mm-hmm. 224 with eight home runs. Wow. That is your projected lineup. He was actually going to star across from Sandra Bullock in the proposal, yeah. but Ryan Reynolds got the, the uh, offer instead. I'm glad somebody else did. The only saving grace is if you look at their projected starters, their rotation, mm-hmm. Dan Heron, Brandon, Brandon Webb. Not bad. He was injured last year, but normally very good. They picked up Edwin Jackson from Detroit last year. Mm-hmm. You know, he had 362, 13 wins. Who put him down? Exactly. They still Detroit. hold them up? Yeah, exactly. Number four spot, Ian Kennedy, a lifetime one and four. And here's my favorite one, not related to, but their fifth starter, Billy Buckner. That, my friends, is your Arizona Diamondbacks starting line. Starting line. Projected. Projected. Projected starting line. Yeah. Wow. Enjoy that. That's unbelievable. I can hardly wait for tomorrow's edition. All of a sudden, as a Cubs fan, I feel I'm, a lot better. I'm going through my alphabetical <laughs> order. Who's it going to be? Could it be Anaheim? Could it be Atlanta? Maybe Baltimore will sneak in. God, the excitement. Of tomorrow's projected Arizona, let's see. Uh, is it Anaheim next? It could be oh, Anaheim. Sh- don't you, know, you don't know. It could People be have to tune in. Remember, it's alphabetical, so I think you could figure it out. People <laughs> have to tune in. That's part of the excitement. That's tremendous. 888-463-6740. Let me look at that lineup. You really want to see this thing? What did you do? Crunch it all yeah, up? Yeah, because it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> this is about as awful as I've seen. Pitchers and catchers are part. This is Cubs of 1995 lineup is what Eminently that is. excited. Stephen Drew, Connor Jackson, Miguel Montero. Uh, Mickey Montero is a catcher. He played extremely well for him last year. Hmm. Yeah. File that with the rest of it. <laughs> I should have never uncrumpled it. <laughs> yeah. All right. 888-463-6748. Final segment. Still time to sneak in a couple of calls here. Double B and the coach. By the way, we will be doing a second hour. A second hour today in a show called the Youth Sports Fan Forum. Brian, you will join me as we'll talk all things youth sports. It's a show we do uh, not every day, but just on Thursdays, right. 11 to 12 Central Time. So if you're listening to this program, we appreciate it. Stick around. we got one more hour, a different type of show, right. but it should be a lot of fun. The Youth Sports right. Fan Forum. So for those of you I sent a message saying that we're going to be one hour today, 10 to 11, mm-hmm. stick around. We'll be yeah. on another hour. Yeah. I had no clue. Should be a lot of fun. All right. Should be great. Should be a lot of fun. No pre-programming whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Other things going on right now. Day one of the PGA Golf Classic, the Bob ah. Hope Classic, I should say. Uh, very, very exciting. And the guy who was leading, interestingly, yeah. was apparently the last guy to turn his application in. Nice. Yeah. Maybe he wasn't sure. And I'm, for, you know, I had his name written down, and I can't even read my own writing now, but the Dane, Bob... Uh, Dane Birch. Who? Dane Birch. Or, sorry, Shane Birch. There you go. Hopped out of his RV and excelled on a course he hadn't seen in over 10 years, mm-hmm. opening with a 10 under 62 yesterday. Mm-hmm. And the, the top ten guys in that lineup, like honestly, the guys who are leading, again, it's the first day, first round. Yeah. But it's a bunch of guys I had never heard of before in my life. And typically, correct me if I'm wrong, in a tournament, this is one of our favorite preseason PGA tournaments, the Bob Hope Classic. Yeah, out of La Quinta, California. Yeah, yeah, yeah right conveniently next to uh, Palm Springs. Right. Beautiful place. Used nice. to be where all the uh, famous people hang out. Palm Springs now? Not so much. Not so good. No. Not so good. Kind of a dead community, but it's a fun tournament. That's why and, it's the Bob Hope Classic. Well, yeah. Kind of a dead community. <laughs> <laughs> um, but typically, if you're a young, unknown golfer and you are leading after day one of a tournament, yeah, you're done. you got no chance in hell of winning the whole thing. Right. But the early days, I've noticed the early part of the season, when you have a lot of the big guys who haven't jumped aboard yet. Right. Now, uh, now Tiger traditionally doesn't do these either. No. He usually waits about a month, he does his own thing, and then he jumps on board. Tiger's still in hibernation. Right. This is a time for the young guys to make a lot of their money. Here, and they do it in the lesser tournaments that a lot of those big guys jump out of. I mean, because you got to remember, I mean, 
a lot of you guys, you need to make X amount of money. You have to have a certain level of standing in order to not be cut the next year and get kicked out of the PGA. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of make or break time for a lot of these guys. Mm-hmm. Not sure which guy's going to break. Not sure which guy's going to make. Maybe this will be the year. Who knows that Sergio Garcia you like finally Sergio, wins a major. Huh? Huh? You like Sergio. No, huh? I really don't. No? I'm just I, I like the Shane, Bur- Shane Birch guy because he showed up with an RV. Like, who shows up? It's very yeah, John Daly-esque. I, like, you show up with a RV. I did enjoy that aspect. I like the fact that he signed up for the tournament, like, at the last second. All these other guys are you know, preparing for it for three, four, five days, scouting the course house, sending their caddies. He probably didn't even know who his caddy was. He probably borrowed one from the local club. Shows up in his RV, goes out there, and shoots a 62 on day one. Maybe Shane, I mean, for bad traffic, maybe hit some inclement weather. Maybe it took a while to get there with the RV. Can so happen to anybody. And the best best part is this guy saving on hotel costs. He's got his <laughs> RV. He's good to go. Very quickly, college basketball yesterday. I've got to mention, you're one of the hey! 16 colleges that you attended. Uh, DePaul University broke a losing streak. Tell our listeners real quick, Brian. It's not a pretty one, but it was pretty last night. We are. Deep exactly. We're Finally, the, the first Big East victory in we the last two years. Today. How sad is that? Fighting and that is that without a head coach. Now we are deep all now. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> the losing streak was what, 24? 24 Big East games Oof. without a victory. It's not good. Without a that victory. That is not good. I have stopped watching them for the last 15. I just I tried. I watch a lot of preseason, but once the Big East starts, it is just like watching someone pulling teeth. And we should mention the kid who uh, who made the uh, not just one miracle shot, really two. Mike Stovall hits a three pointer. They're down four. Mike Stovall hits a three pointer with nine seconds left. Then who were they playing again? Oh, Marquette. Marquette <laughs> misses the free throw, and they come down. Stovall hits a shot with under a second left. To end the losing streak, so Mike Stovall is walking yeah. big around the academic halls of DePaul University today. 51 to 50 is the victory. I mean, and let's be honest, for those of you who are not in the Midwest listening in, Marquette and DePaul have been huge rivals yep. from other conferences. Like, they went into the Big East together. So this is a long-time, big-time effort. Mm-hmm. All right, we got to wrap this show up. Don't forget to stick around for the Youth Sports Fan Forum. David Olson, our producer, great job today. Have a great day, everybody. Football Friday tomorrow. Double B and the coach will do it all Football Friday over again. Football Friday! Thanks for listening.